Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and I'm excited to introduce our Artist of the Month for June, all the way from Flint, Michigan. Welcome, Jason Wagner. How are you today? I am excellent, Heather. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. I'm excited. We've had a chance to visit a little bit. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background, where you're from, and how you got involved in the music business? Um, it all started with childhood trauma, and just right from there, it went on. Uh, <laughs> I, I've always wanted to play music since the time that I was a small child. I started playing guitar. I had an older brother who was hit by a car when I was seven and he was nine. And my mom with the insurance money bought me a guitar, which I still have. It's not up here, but I still have the guitar. Um, and so I took some lessons briefly then. And as you know, learning down in the Valley wasn't where I wanted to be. So uh, I put it aside. And then when I was 13, I, I got myself a BC Rich Warlock and started learning docking tunes. And that was where it kind of started. But I was super, super insecure, struggled with uh, self-worth issues. So nobody knew that I played music. And then uh, I started playing publicly when I was in the Navy in my 20s. And uh, that, that was kind of where it's where it really, really started taking off. I played in a touring band out of Detroit real br briefly and then i had my daughter and at that point in 1999 i said i think restaurants is the place for me so right and I, I did see that you played in the 90s and you toured with a couple bands how was your touring mm -hmm. experience where all did you go uh considering that we were kind of doing it on a shoestring it sucked <laughs> it was and at that point I was just playing guitar and it was a, it, they were it was a grunge band kind of a thing and it was, it was some friends of mine when I got out of the navy and um it, we we went out we were basically following Ozfest at the oh, time okay. and so we were playing like after parties for Ozfest and so we weren't even going on until two in the morning uh, you know in just the the weirdest places abandoned Chinese restaurants where you know they were throwing basically raves and we were playing it so uh it it sucked you know but the uh, but they you know we played it we played we would play one-off shows around the region like we played this area quite a bit but then uh we did some other stuff as well but it, it, then i just it was it was brief it was only a couple of years and and then i had my daughter and that took precedence yeah so how old is your daughter now she is 23 same as mine yeah yeah and her yes. spirits i'm sure uh, i commend you for being a single parent I, i've been there myself and it's not a, it's not an easy task but it seems like you've done it very well and flawlessly so congratulations um, you know, it's it's a wild thing, and, and I'm sure you, you can attest to this. You know, when they go away, it's such a, it's, especially if you're a single parent, being that I was, you know, the, the whole time single for the most part, uh, you know, when she left, my identity left. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm still a parent, but I'm like. What do I do I with my time? What do I yeah. do with myself? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, and I don't know if it if the, if it's about the midlife crisis or whatever, but at that point I started evaluating what I wanted to do. And that's how I ended up with Flint. Um, 
I started taking classes at University of Michigan. They have a Flint campus. And so I ended up here. Uh, I was singing opera for it there. And so that was like a whole different. It was a world that I grew up in a rural suburban town yeah. and moving to Flint. I didn't know anybody. I was just like, I, I told my daughter. I, yeah, I told That's my daughter. You went to opera? Yeah, I was singing classical, singing classically. Very cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was neat. It was, I, I've always been, a, I'm a music junkie. So like classical has always been a thing, but uh, it was just, I, the, the thing was, is I started performing with a wedding band uh, and um, they, uh, it was, uh, I, I couldn't communicate like all these classically trained musicians and uh, it's a really big wedding band. It's, they, they have enough members to have eight bands out at a time. Oh, my gosh. And it's basically a roster where they just say, you want to do this part, this wedding or this wedding. And it was so you, you might show up for a, you know, a 10 piece band and have never met anybody. And you're going to play somebody's most important day of their life. And <laughs> and so I was just I had a hard time communicating with people in that sense. So that's how I ended up taking music classes. And it just I had never lived in a city like that. And I was just like, this is something. So I just moved here on a whim and told my daughter, I said, we're moving. And and she hated it. And now she loves it. But she just she lives in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Now she studies art there and she came home today and, you know, she left and, and I was like, in the, uh, when, you know, doing the dad, do you want a snack? Do you want this? Do you want to, she's 23. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, I texted her after, uh, I, I said, I didn't give you a hug. Goodbye. And I almost started crying. Cause I uh -huh. was just like, you know, those moments, it's, you get, you get pretty emotional about it at times. It's pretty, pretty wild. As a, and, and as a guy, I don't think guys generally, uh, embrace that too much i don't think oh. they really appreciate the, the that that those moments but and so it's like you had a chance for you and her to really build on your relationship through all those years so you know oh yeah yeah we were we were um being that i had her full time uh yeah we were we I, we did everything you know i always made it clear though i'm like i'm not your i'm not your friend i'm your dad Right. So, but still, but still it was, we were always doing museums. We were doing, uh, we never did concerts. I never, I, honestly, I never wanted to push her towards music because it's, <laughs> a, you know, if that's the way she wanted to go, I'd be like, that's cool. But I, I just wanted her to kind of develop her own thing. So right. she does, she does animation. She does all my brand. Oh. She does all my, all of my brand. So any posters she, she did animation for the yellow chair diaries and stuff like that. But she's, she actually restores film for the library of Congress right now. So she's cool. doing films. Like she just did like Betty boop and stuff like that, you know, so it's, wow. it's wild. So, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's she and I. Well, that's wonderful. Why don't you let everybody know a little bit about um, what instruments you play, uh, what your technique is. If you, you know, some people, are jack of all trades and play drums and bass and guitar and everything to, to put their music together. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I play guitar for the most part. I play electric. Electric was my first. So I can, I can play electric. I have, I have, you know, I have one sitting up here right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I mess around with the mandolin a little bit. Uh, I fake my way through it. I actually tried to tune it like a guitar, but it didn't work out. And then uh, I play acoustic. Good for you. You should tune it like a violin. G, D, 
D-A-E. Try that. Oh, it, it, that's the way I had it tuned. That's yeah. it. But I was just the other day, I was like, well, let's see. Because I saw some guys, like, yeah, you should tune it like a guitar. It makes it easy. And I'm like, I'm tuning. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm waiting And it's, that was, so that mandolin and the acoustic guitar on the wall, the far acoustic, mm-hmm. that was my uncle's guitar. That's the first guitar I ever played. He was in a bluegrass band when I was a, a little kid. And I think I I was four, four or five when I played that. And then he passed away of cancer long ago. And um, I just asked if I could buy it from my aunt. And she said, you can just have it. It was just sitting in the closet. Oh, with nice. Falling apart. So, um, but the mandolin and that acoustic were his. And that acoustic was my grandpa's acoustic so and that it, the, the actions like that high it's horrible but i it's it's fun to play nice but question. i play i play bass um on all my stuff uh i do all the singing for the most part um i'll if i need drums i'll program drums and then hire a drummer right uh i know i i know a lot of drummers so i mean just if i need to it's finding the right drummer now my first release that i did way back and that i never did anything for i just had a collection of songs that i did and put it out uh i had a uh, a drummer on that like a physical but the last stuff it's just there's one drum and it's just programmed i play the tambourine i'm good at that <laughs> i got with you <laughs> the shaker that's right uh, Well, let's go ahead and talk about the first song we're going to showcase today. Tell me a little bit about the best week ever. So that basically it's about a, 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 a a woman, you know, and, and uh, that, that, that first week of hanging out, it was, you know, it was really cool. And and, uh, it ended after that first week. And I was like, man, this was wild. So it was just, you know, it was just one of those things that, uh, but, that's what came of it. And uh, it's a weird song for me because it's, it's to me, it's pretty poppy. It's, it's, it has a, a very pop feel to it. Uh, there's another version of it that's electric with f- drums and everything, but, but that's, this is the one that I settled on. The, the reason I settled on it, the production of my last EP was just because I could record it in my basement. And then a, my oh. duo partner is in a band called Sponge uh, out of Detroit, they they had some success in the uh, uh, the nineties. They were pretty big on the MTV circuit, yeah. and uh, but he's he has a studio that they recorded all of Sponge's stuff. So he mas- mixed it, and mastered it. So, but that's basically the the gist of the song. It came together in just a matter of an hour or so, and then I just. Quickly threw it together. So. That's how the, some of the best ones come along. So let's go ahead and take a listen okay. to best week, best week ever. Excuse me. So we'll <laughs> take right. a listen to that. And we'll be right back with you. I didn't expect this. But all I really know is this 
was Best Week Ever, written by Jason Wagner. That's a great song, Jason. I can see where you're coming from about having that incredible week, that one week with your special ladies. So it's a great Fun song. Times. Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit more um, what brought you to Flint, Michigan, other than uh, going to school up there? Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, okay. So I moved here. I don't know how many of your listeners are familiar with the water crisis that happened in Flint. That's when I moved here. I moved here right in the middle of it. Um, And I moved into a a loft and that was the thing. I'd never lived in a loft. That was part of the thing. And, And so I moved into a loft right downtown overlooking the city and it was a ghost town. I mean, it was a literal outside of uh, major news trucks. It was a ghost town. There were, there, um, there was, you know, it, it, Flint was a pretty decimated town and, uh, there were a couple of stores downtown that are really, really not, I shouldn't say stores. There was a coffee shop and a clothing store called good boy. And that was it really. There were a couple of restaurants, but they were, they weren't, they weren't doing very well. Uh, and since I, that was six years ago, and since I've lived here, I've just watched this city like just bounce back in a major way. The uh, the whole downtown has been basically redone. A lot of money came into the city, a lot of investment, a lot of you know trying to you know help the situation and, mm-hmm. and turn the situation around here. So uh, since then, I've seen it went from one sh- coffee shop to four coffee shops. I have a, some friends of mine. Uh, own a, a new bookstore called Comma Bookstore. I'm wearing a Bedrock shirt. Uh, uh, my ring is from a place called the Flint Trading Company. My necklace is from Ebony Gemstones. I'm a. I, I spend my money here. I I find that uh, most of my T-shirts. Are, I just want to support the businesses here okay. as much as possible. I really, really, really believe in shopping local as much as you as you possibly can. Obviously I have to get things off of Amazon and um, but right. it's either, lo- it's either local, the grocery store or uh, because I, I believe, or, or you know, just local. That's mostly it. But yeah, I just, I, I, I'm not just supporting the business. I'm supporting the, the employees. I'm, so it's, a, I, it's a, it's a big deal to me, especially in a city like this, that, uh, you can come to a city like Flint and make a huge difference in a very, very small amount of time because they're just open to it. They're open to help. They're open to all. Of it, so. Well, it sure sounds like you've made your statement becoming the ambassador of Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Tell us that little story. <laughs> that's what that's what I've had people call me the mayor. I've had people call me <laughs> ambassador. I just I just played uh, Tuesday. I played an event downtown and it was basically uh, the ambassadors of Genesee County county it was it was people who uh, just get out and spread the word and it was at a uh, a renovated 100 year old hotel that's downtown here um that hilton renovated they have a rooftop bar and everything like that but uh it just during as i had said earlier during lockdown um i started doing a lot of live streaming called on my show called the yellow chair diaries on my facebook page right. and uh i would play in the the businesses that were shut down and the restaurants and I would I would get tips I would get tips from my live stream and I did it twice a week I did it Tuesdays and Sundays for an hour I had an intro I I did things like people would send in videos I would have an hour of 
people sending in just videos like what's their what their talent you know their pets their christmas lights whatever it was and and i would do giveaways from i would buy i would take the tips from the 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 um the live stream and i would buy gift certificates and then i would give those away or i would go into the business and do a giveaway but then with the tips i would donate the tips to to the staff uh and so that, that was a big deal and, and people appreciated it. The businesses appreciated it. Of course they do. Uh, yeah. It, and it, it, you know, it's, that's been my thing though, is, is I have a, 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 a credo, I guess you, where it's like, uh, you know, I'm not here to sell Flint to Flint. I'm here to sell Flint to other people as a right. musician. That, that I think a lot of musicians forget what their role is. And first and foremost, it's to entertain. Mm-hmm. And so my job during COVID especially was I wanted to be the fiddler on the Titanic. If it was going down, I was playing music. I was there to entertain. I wasn't there to, I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to, I wanted people to forget while they were at home, you know, the hundred or so people watching at any given time. I wanted them to be able to talk to me and interact with me and, and request songs and, and be a part of the community. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a big deal and it was still a really big deal to me. It's, it's, so I think that as an entertainer and I still even, I, I do a lot of stuff on TikTok uh, and everything I do is pretty much Jason Wagoner music too. Um, but on TikTok, I just, I see a lot of guys that are just like, Oh, I'm not getting any support. And I'm just, I'm like, listen, people, they got their own problems right now. Uh-huh. That's not your job. Your job isn't to join in the misery. Your job is to take them away from the misery. Even if you're singing a sad song, that's fine. But they don't want to, you know, that's just my philosophy. You yeah. know, I, did, I could be off base. What about, I, no, I, I also have another motto called, what the hell do I know? So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that motto. But I do think what you said, it, you're, you're very onto something, you know, inner, people want to hear us to be inspired not to go down, jump down the rabbit hole with us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I want to talk a little bit. I know this is your uh, most recent release and I love this song as well. It is called Lovely to Say. Give me a background with that before we listen to it. Honestly, this stemmed from my, um, my live stream and, and, you know, it's, and, and we had spoke earlier about mental health. Mental health is super, super, uh, important to me as somebody who struggled with depression and anxiety and self-worth and all those issues. It's a big deal to me. And basically what it is, is that song is about as we get older, losing that, um, that, that feel of value, you know, mm-hmm. as we get older and it's like this, the part of my French, the shit we've been through and all the yeah. problems and, and, uh, just being able to look at, at somebody and say, yeah, you, you still got it. Don't right. worry about it. You still got it. It doesn't just, you know, we're, we're not dead. We're not dead yet. Yeah. And they're, they're, that's, I think we, we spoke earlier too about, you know, it, it's, you know, the, the way we view age, the way we view people who are older and the way we looked at them and then applying, well, man, my grandpa was old. Now I'm that age. I'm old. And, and, you know, it's when she, well, you know, I'm just still here. Well, fuck that. I'm still yeah. going. I'm not, I still had, 
I'm not done dreaming. And right. so that was, that's really what the, 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 uh, that song's about is just like, Hey, you, you still got it. Don't, 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 don't quit flying it. That's right. <laughs> I love your attitude. With that said, Thank Jason, you. we're going to go ahead and take a listen to lovely to say. In your elegant way And I wonder what saint let you in Well, your halo is tilted and not quite as shiny But I think you're lovely You're a sight to be seen like the heavens But I think you're lovely Seem so sorry I'd offer an apology Had I never been graced by your majesty It's as if my legs won't move like I'm in a dream But I think you're lovely You're a sight to be seen like the heavens But I think you're lovely to say by jason wagner another great song jason you just keep pumping them out that's what i do well that's good we're <laughs> looking for more i can't wait to hear more speaking of that why don't you share with everybody i know when i googled your name it you have stuff all over you got youtube mm-hmm. videos live you know of course your um what was it called the yellow chair the yellow chair diaries that's diaries. that was that yeah. was that was that was the name on my facebook live Right. So you've got all those to watch. Um, tell me about your performing uh, gig right now or your, your schedule. What's going on with that? 
So uh, I've been a cover artist for a while, for the past, well, since I was started raising my daughter. That was really when I just started playing acoustic for the most part. But um, so I've been doing the restaurant thing and I've done other venues. I've, I've played original shows. I've done other things, but it's rare that I do originals. And so now I'm at a point where I'm starting to phase. I want to phase out the covers and I'm trying to do more original music. I, 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 there's a, I want to follow the, there's a certain business model that I'd like to follow mm-hmm. uh, of where it's not a full blown tour because I don't necessarily want to be on tour full time. I right. would like to do some shows. Uh, but so I, I play, um, I'm playing tomorrow. I'm playing a, a party a private event. And then next week I'm playing uh, Benny's beer hall, which is a place in, in uh, the area here. Um, but I, I just started recently playing with the bass player, Sturgill Simpson. So uh, kind of working on stuff with him and my duo partner, as I said, who's in a band called sponge out of Detroit. Uh, we do gigs. Uh, but yeah, I'm just, I, that's, I'm trying to kind of focus on the recording and uh, I, I'm talking to a guy I met on TikTok, uh, Eric Lichter. He runs uh, a, a studio out of Connecticut. So I'm um, going to start working on some music with some, uh, you know, a different producer. But th- that's really it. I, I play all the time. I, I just got to the point where I've just started scaling back. I'm really working TikTok right now. That's is like the kids. I'm doing the dances. <laughs> Yeah, my my kid. I have two kids. One's twenty eight, one's twenty three. But they keep telling me, "Mom, you gotta Snapchat and TikTok." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, so I, I won't do. I won't do Snapchat. <laughs> I, but 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 TikTok is the thing I really like about TikTok is the music restrictions are way more lenient. They okay. you can. Whereas on Facebook, if I play a song, if I play like any kind of recorded music, it, it'll make it muted. Sure. Uh, and TikTok, it's like everything. They've uh-huh. got everything. And the amount and the it's it's different because it's a different type of social media in the sense that um Facebook, Instagram, you're not necessarily gonna see the other new people. Right. Whereas with TikTok, you can have a whole page of people you have no idea. And they'll Obviously, they're microchipping us, so so, <laughs> so, so they they know yeah. what we're up to, right? Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, so they'll they'll give us what we we they know we want, and so I have met more musicians in the last because I just really started in January, really okay. started pushing uh, my music on there since January, and I've met more musicians that way than I have in. I can't even you know, from the amount of gigs that I played, you kind of you see the the more people you may have more in common with um, the different features. So the, I've been really, really, that's been my, I post three or four times a day. So a song, I do a, a song of the day in the morning, like this day, hey, this is what I'm listening to this morning. What are you listening to? And people will comment on that. It's fun. It's, it's neat. Okay, I might you convinced me I might take the jump into TikTok and have to follow you so I can watch your videos daily. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's you you it's I because I, I was really um, I, I didn't want to go that route because there was a connotation of it being dances and garbage. And it does take a minute to get the algorithm right for sure. what you want. 
But if you can, if you know what you're doing, you can eliminate the crap right away because they're going to throw everything at you right away. Right. And uh, but then once they figure out, I don't get any garbage. I get. I can learn how to restore a bread maker in 15 <laughs> seconds, you know, or whatever, exactly. you know, so that, and, and then see different bands and, and uh, you have access. It's just, it's, it's a different thing, but yeah, I was very averse to, to getting on. And I just got on in January and uh, just met a community of people that for instance, there's a large vinyl uh, community on there mm-hmm. of people that will just videotape their record players playing records mm-hmm. for 15 seconds but it's fascinating because it's like you just see it and you go oh that's great it may turn you on to somebody you have no idea and uh i do that i have console records the old flip flip yeah. up that's i i've had i buy those i live in a, a 1930s tutor in flint so i have all my furniture and everything pretty much fits the home and uh but i have a uh it's a a late sixties, you know, with the red velvet. Yes. And, you know, so I, yeah. So I just play records on that. And, you know, if I get a nice vinyl, like a, a band of horses put out one in Sturgill Simpson, one, he, he put out one that came with like an actual nautical compass and everything. And I just find that stuff awesome. So, right. um, and the, so the, the, you'd be really surprised at the vinyl community that's out there. So it's stuff like that. That's, that's what I like about it. I've almost abandoned Facebook for the most part. I go on and post some things here and, and Instagram here and there, but TikTok is, seems to be where I'm investing everything because to come up with, you know, three or four videos a day, yeah. that's, it's, it's not, it's not as, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of content. It so. is a lot of content. Well, we're running short on time, but I do want to get to the last song, Laughing All the Time. Why don't you give us a short uh, description of that before we take a listen? This one just started out as just gibberish. And I just fit the words, fit the words to, um, oops, are you there? Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. Jason is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of my phone. Yeah. (laughs) I I name all my stuff, all my phones, everything. Like, you know, I, I, I come from, like, I had such low self-worth as a kid and, uh, uh, and like, so everything, all my, everything I have is named, you know, Jason is cool. Jason is amazing, whatever. So anytime I, uh, uh, plug my phone in and it's it's connected to Jason is amazing. It's just (laughs) exactly. I love it. So anyway, the song is just basically, uh, it's not gibberish, but it's, it's, I'm a melody guy. Lyrics mean less to me than the melody. So, uh, it, it's just the, this, um, it's kind of, the song is just basically about, we'd be having a really good time if we were hanging out. So that's pretty much it. With that, Jason, let's go ahead and take a listen to laughing all the time. Jason. White. All right, let's do it. If you love me, do it You'll just be guilty of love You'll make the time For striking out blind Saying, no one, no one Could stop this right now We could love 
laugh about the time she says this ain't the love that they told me of, told me of. We'd be laughing all the time. You should be losing yourself right here. Oh. You saw the lovers in the night Like we might We'll be the lovers With the sentimental smoke show No one, no one Could stop this right now We could Laugh about the time She says this ain't the love That they told me of Told me of We'd be Laughing all the time all the time with Jason Wagner. Jason, it's been my privilege to have you on today. You're quite a character to talk to. And I learned a lot uh, <laughs> myself about TikTok and other things. Um, what I'm, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post all of your links for people to catch you um, off of our website and, and make sure you share this link when it comes out. Oh, uh, do you have any, any last words to add? Uh, no, I just really appreciate it, Heather. I really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to, uh, to talk and, and you're going to be on TikTok. As soon Yay! As this comes out, as my as my this first comes uh, introduction to TikTok, Heather Kelly. Yeah, um, intro as soon to as TikTok. This comes out. Yeah, as soon as this comes out, it'll be on TikTok. So. You're a very talented individual. Um, it's been my privilege to meet you. So we'll stay in touch. With that yep. said, everyone, thank you for listening to this month's June edition of the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Take care. Be safe. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.